In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello, hello, hello. Happy day 10 of the program. 10 days in. When I said that in my check-in this morning, I was like, oh my goodness. Doesn't it seem like we've been at this forever, but also time is flying by. That's kind of how it can seem. Um, you know, the, the when you start the program, everyone's so excited. And then just wait, we're going to get into this middle part that we like to call the messy middle. This is when you know, you've been doing it for a while now. Some of you longer than any other diet that you've ever done. It's just like, oh my goodness, it's taking forever. And then the last four weeks of the program, it just flies by. One of the things we hear a lot at the end of the program, besides, oh my goodness, this is amazing. I'm so happy I stuck around was, oh my gosh, that that last three months just went by so fast. And isn't that kind of how it is? And this is why it's not about being perfect. It's about every day just having more and more of your choices fall in line with your goals. So it's so normal 10 days in at this point to still be like, how is this going to work? What the hell is going on? What am I even doing here? And to also try to figure out maybe maybe it's a lot harder than you think to fit in all your meals and snacks. There's something to be learned about that. You know, going all day long and starving and depriving yourself or not taking the time to eat and be in tune with your body's needs, that's not cool. Your body needs energy in order to function and do the things that you want to do so you can live your life, you know? Um, perhaps you're finding it hard to get the water in. Perhaps you are feeling a lot of feels. Um, which brings me to our amazing conversation. Dr. Beverly, is she just not next level amazing? I absolutely adore her. I love our conversations. If you're new to the program, you're going to get more of the same from all of our guests. So first of all, we don't pay our guests. Our guests are here because they've either done the program and been like, I need to be a part of this. Um, or they just understand how hard people in our community are working to make real change. They're not, I mean, although you want a quick fix, don't get me wrong. And we're going to try to get this weight off you as quick as possible, but they know that you're going about it in all the right ways, right? Being super mindful, eating nutrient rich foods, um, plus going above and beyond maximizing your efforts, managing your stress and your sleep and trying to move your body and work with your healthcare provider and do all the things that you can do to truly do this in a different way, in a healthy, sustainable way. And I'm all about, I'm no BS. You, you might have already picked up on that. Um, I don't fuck around. I don't try to blow smoke up your ass. I want you to be successful. I want you, I want you to lose your weight and move on and go live your life. And so I like to have really real conversations with our guests. I don't know it all. I am really good at knowing what people need in order to lose weight. I've spent the last 30 something, gosh, I'm getting old <laughs> years of my life helping people lose weight, like hands on, like being in daily contact with them, you know, having extensive conversations with people and, you know, what it really takes to not just physically, but mentally lose weight. And, and hence the living method in terms of what to eat and when I got to like, if there was a understand this, because so many people are like, can I do this? And can I do that? And what about if I do this? What about if I do that? Right? Like if there was a quicker 
faster, more effective way for you to lose weight, I would let you know. And I, I, I'm not afraid of making tweaks and changes to the program in order to facilitate that. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I am really great at weight loss. Um, that's what makes me a weight loss expert is the time and energy I've actually put into helping people actively lose weight. Um, but I don't know it all. And this is where our amazing guests come in. Uh, and Dr. Beverly, obviously a psychologist is just is just the first of many. So, uh, so looking forward to our guests. If you have not had the opportunity, make sure you take time and listen or watch that segment with Dr. Beverly. It is restored in the guides in the Facebook support group. It's also available over on our podcast as well. And I think the team might've actually linked it to our YouTube page, which reminds me, do you know that we have an Instagram page? We have a public Facebook page, which believe it or not, a lot of people don't realize that. Um, we also have a Pinterest account uh, that has a bunch of recipes. We also have a YouTube, bunch of do a bunch of YouTube shorts and that's where we host all of our guest segments. Um, and then we also have TikTok. I don't know what the fuck we're doing over there, but we <laughs> TikTok. So it's not about following me over on social media. It's really where you can connect with our community outside of the group. We have a lot of our amazing Libby losers sharing their content, like the, you know, their, their, their recipes, their, their, the foods that they're eating, the struggles that they're going through, their, their victories and non-scale victories and sort of what's going on. So if you use the hashtag Livy Losers, you'll be able to search and connect with our amazing community. In fact, over on Instagram, we do have a whole page that is devoted. It's called Livy Losers to community content. So we don't curate any of the posts. It's all reposts from our amazing community. So highly suggest uh, that you check it out for sure. Um, okay, let's get into your questions. Uh, you're so funny. I don't know what the fuck you're doing over there, but you can make me laugh every morning. Well, I, you know, I'm here for it. I, I love to take, we love to take weight loss. We, we sit around all day trying to figure out how can we help you guys? How can we make weight loss easier, more accessible? Do you know what I mean? That's what we sit around and think about what's going to keep people motivated. What's going to keep people sticking around? Where are we going to do that? But man, I've, I've had some heavy groups. I've been through quite a bit. Um, you know, one, one group I started off, my son was at sick kids in the hospital, like for a month. Um, you know, the last group, my, I got married and then my kid's dad passed away. Like you guys have been through it with me. And not only that, but I'm also an entrepreneur and a businesswoman who's grown this company over the last, I think five years now, you know, and there's a lot of pressure and responsibilities with that and things have gotten heavy and man, life is just too short. And I just want to have a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, I want to have, that's my goal for this group is to just motivate the shit out of people and have it be our most successful group ever and have a lot of fun along the way. But we definitely do like to take things serious around here uh, for sure. That's why this is what I mean, especially where a lot of guests come in. And so a lot of the feedback that we got with Dr. Beverly was, first of all, she's amazing. Second of all, what are some tangible things that we can do to actually that you can use to move through um, these issues and associations and habits and traumas that you're working through? So Dr. Beverly is going to be back. That was sort of an introductory conversation to bring up the feels and to bring awareness and to have you be like, like, oh, okay, this weight loss thing is truly way more than just what I'm eating and when at the end of the day. So she's going to be back 
she's going to be bringing some tips with her. A big part of this process is bringing up the feel. So you're going to really realize that. So as we make the changes week to week with the food plan, we're not just changing what you are eating and when we're also changing the focus and some of the feels that are going to be brought up like around week two, week three, you're going to start to get bored because you're going to be like, oh my God, this food plan, right? If I eat another carrot stick for veg snack or eat some more nuts and seeds, I'm just going to be bored to death and I'm not motivated. Well, the reality is I want you to be really bored because I want you to be following that food plan and making it so routine, you're almost bored with it. And then when you're getting to that point where the routine is so routine, your body's really calming down and then falling into that routine. So so you can more clearly sort of see the things that you're dealing with, especially mentally, right? And then this is where when we move forward, we start to make changes, your body's going to really notice because it's gotten used to that routine. So it has more of an impact. And so also, if you've ever used food to, you know, out of boredom, right? Or you use food when you're stressed, when you keep things really routine and you get stressed or you are bored in life or whatever is happening, you really notice how you're going to those foods, right? So you, it's very, it helps you really get in tune with your body's actual needs over your wants. And then when we start messing with those portions, you, some people really deal and struggle with food waste issues. They have a hard time leaving food on their plate because they've been taught their entire lives to eat all their food. And that's how they know they're satisfied, not because it's an internal feeling and their body is telling them when they've had enough, but they legit just eat everything on their plate. Some people deal with food scarcity issues. You know, some people um, get tripped up because their weight isn't moving yet, although it's so normal to still not move for weeks. Some people actually get freaked out because they are losing weight. So it's like there's so much to it and it's really designed to bring up a lot of feels along the way, which I think is really super cool. I'm all about kind of like digging deep and like really trying to figure out what the frig is going on with me right now. You know, like when I wake up funky, I'm just not, I don't just go with it. I, I'm just like, okay, what is, what is going on with me? Like, what am I thinking about? What am I dealing with? Like, what's the message for me? And sometimes you're not going to get it right away. Like you listen to that conversation with Dr. Beverly and you may be like, okay, there's something going on for me. I, I'm remembering this from my past, remembering that. And obviously that probably factors in, but you may not know exactly what it is. That's why it's good to kind of have that conversation, then let it, let it resonate for a bit. But trust me that that shit's gonna come up it's all gonna boil to the surface so if you find at any point that you are feeling feels some big feels if you are frustrated if you feel like you're gonna want to quit if you are second guessing your ability to follow through if you are any of those things good because that those feels are all part of the process you have to work through all of those feels to work through all the things you need to work through to get to the other side of this weight loss journey you know in a healthy sustainable way Good morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning, everyone. Seeing my usual week one increase in energy. I'm sure it's just a combination of hydration, consistent eating, nutrient rich foods and the vibes of this awesome group. I love that. You should be noticing that you are feeling more energetic. You also might be noticing that you're feeling more tired in the evening because you're using more energy during the day. And that's when you're supposed to be tired in the evening. Uh, some of you are feeling amazing. You're sleeping better than you ever have. Maybe your bowel movements are more on track and regular than they ever have. You feel great. 
Maybe some of you are already noticing the scale move. Maybe some of you are in detox and the scale is moving, but you don't feel great. You feel bloated. You feel eh, your sleep is interrupted. Maybe some of you um, haven't been as consistent, which is totally cool still at this point. It takes time. You will notice, um, you know, when you start to be more consistent, you'll go from feeling like kind of bloated and kind of eating too much and just kind of ah, eh, and maybe not hungry to all of a sudden feeling hungrier and a lot less bloated. That's your body picking up the metabolism uh, and actually making change, which is really cool. So you may be noticing that you're hungrier than ever, even though you're eating more or more often than ever. That doesn't necessarily mean you need more food or you're not eating enough. It just sometimes means that your body's being very clear about communicating to you when you are hungry. And the thing about hunger is, and I hope you had an opportunity to check out that post yesterday, hunger is not an immediate need for food. So when your body tells you that you're hungry, you don't need to eat right now. Your body's like, hey, yo, based on our energy reserves here that are starting to get low, you might want to think about eating because your body knows it's going to take you time to find the food, right? Even though we can just, I can walk upstairs and go in my cupboard or my fridge and get food, but your body still functions on a very primitive level. So it's assuming it's going to take you some time to find some food. And even when you find that food, it's going to take you time to prepare that food. And then even after you prepare that food, it's going to take your body time to process and digest. Some foods in your body take hours and hours and hours to break down into usable energy. So hunger is not an immediate need for food. Now, low blood sugar, like if you, and you know, if, if like you struggle with low blood sugar issues, right, that's a little different. You're going to feel your energy tanking. You know, if it's like, um, if you're not diabetic or deal with low blood sugar, it's kind of like on a really hot day you know, and you can all of a sudden you feel okay. And then you feel like, oh my God, my energy is really tanking. That's where you need like a, that's where you need to, okay, I need, I need to get something in quick. That's going to, you know, pick up my blood sugar. Um, but for the most part, hunger is just your body saying, Hey, yo, we, based on our energy reserve, we might want to think about eating here. Right? So you're going to be more in tune to your body's needs. Some of you have gone from drinking no water to all of a sudden drinking more water. And now you're thirsty all the time. And that again, is your body saying, Oh my God, is she drinking water? Like, yeah, she's drinking water. Oh my God, let's see if she can drink more water because most people are walking around dehydrated. Most people spend their entire lives dehydrated. When you're dehydrated, you can feel it. You're lethargic. Your brain is foggy. So a lot of you feeling more energetic is simply just drinking enough water at the end of the day, you know? So you're going to get really in tune with that. Uh, I'm up a little bit this morning when I thought I'd be down. I had an intense massage and stretching session yesterday. So my body's recovering. I suppose this is why. Yeah, I definitely put my, definitely, if your body is sore, it's retaining water. So chances are your weight is going to be up. Although you can feel that's one of the signs. Okay. So there's kind of two signs, two signs of detox. Well, there's within that a couple more signs. So the two different types of signs. So one is, um, you can be extra, extra hungry in the evening, especially heading to bed when you've already eaten all day long and you already drank your water and it's not carb. If you're craving sugar, it could be residual cravings habit, or you need more water. So extra hungry, even though you've eaten all day long, waking up in the middle of the night around that three or four o'clock time and having to go pee. That's a sign of feeling kind of bloated and extra fatty, even though you're doing all of the things and having your water not be appealing. 
That's very typical of detox. The other is you wake up for freaking sure. That scale is down. I feel like a rock star and you get on it and it's the same. So hang in there because believe it or not, even though you feel amazing, a lot of times that really bums people out and then they're like, oh, this isn't working. So I'm not just going to give enough today. I'm going to eat whatever I want. So hang in there because your your scale chances are will move the next day, right? So if you, if you woke up feeling lean, woke up feeling, okay, for sure my weight is down and it's not, it's going to be down the next day. So make sure you really stick to the program and plan and do all the things. Also, I do want to say, and it's worth noting because we kind of feel inclined sometimes coming off other diets to do this. When the scale starts moving for you, you do want to dig your heels in and do what's called supporting the body and detox, which we're going to talk about next week. Um, that's all about making sure you continue to drink the water. If your body's focused on releasing fat, it's it's you want to make sure you get a nice, good, deep sleep. So try to get to bed a little early, you know, keep your food choices on point uh, and whatnot. But what you don't want to do when that scale starts to move is pull back and be like, okay, the scale's starting to move. So if I eat less, it's going to keep it moving, right? A lot of times that kind of like the, the you know, the, you're giving the body what it needs. So it's feeling like I don't need this fat, I can release it. And so it goes into the mode because weight loss is not based on what you did yesterday. It's like on momentum, the days, weeks leading up, everything you're doing to get the body to focus on fat loss and then following through and then releasing the fat at the end of the day. So what you don't want to do is, you know, having given the body what it needs, it starts to release the fat and then you pull back and take away every thing that it needs. And so a lot of times people feel like, okay, my weight is moving. So if I just eat less or skip a few meals and snacks, that's going to get me ahead. And, and it's not right. That's, it kind of goes against what we're doing. So try to avoid the temptation to do that. Also, if you're still counting and weighing and measuring, I totally get it, but really you should just stop doing that because you, you think about the energy of this. You cannot count and weigh and measure your weight off in a sustainable way. It's just outside of yourself. You, you this process process is not outside of yourself. This process is in tune with yourself. And not only when it comes to being able to lose your weight, but when it comes to maintaining your weight, you're going to want to get to a point where not only are you calm around foods mentally, like there's that's yummy. I'm going to eat it. You eat it. You move on. No big deal. Do you know what I mean? Or, you know, I'm nah, I, you know, those donuts look great. I don't want them really just in tune that space in your brain where all that chatter happens is is just you know really gone but physically being able to trust that your body will tell you when to eat what to eat and how much to eat you know um oh yeah reward myself so that's another thing that people do uh is sometimes what happens is that you lose the weight and then you reward yourself after. This happens a lot. People are like, why did I do that? My skill was down and then I rewarded myself with food. That's because, you know, habits and reward, like those things are deep uh, within us. And that's if that's just what you do and that's how you've used food in the past, you might do that a couple of times and then you want to learn from that. And you want to say, okay, I keep losing weight and then I reward myself by eating something. First of all, you're not missing out on that food, right? Like, so when you have that food, if you're going to have it, you, like there's no cheat days we don't do cheat days here we do what's called choose days if you want to choose to have something you'll notice people will say are we allowed to have this are we allowed to have that it's not there's nothing allowed or not allowed we just tell you what's going to help you reach your goals sooner rather than later we don't talk about good foods we don't talk about bad foods this they're all foods and 
whatever you choose, you know, um, obviously, obviously I've set the bar really high. There's a lot of wiggle room within that food plan, but you know, what you can't do is indulge here and there and then rag on yourself about the scale, you know, but when you do indulge, there's so much to be learned about when you're indulging and how your body's responding to that, you know? Um, okay. Let's get to more of these questions. Uh, good morning. Doing the program with a friend this time. It's helping me stay on track. I love this plan so much and it just makes sense. Yeah. And even if it doesn't make sense yet, it's all going to come together and make sense. And that's where you do want to kind of have blind faith. Like I'm all about ask all the questions that you need, but there is something to be said about follow the program as designed. There's a rhyme and a reason to it. Um, so if you do this, your body will respond like that. I love what you said about doing it with a friend. Um, we, I think sharing is caring, first of all. So I always like, I, I, you know, I think when you find a great thing, you should share it with people. And weight loss is really hard to have that conversation. But like, who do you know that's not trying to lose weight? And, you know, even though it's not cool to talk about diets, we're going to make it cool again. Because um, this process is something you can feel really good about. But, you know, everyone's talking about how diets are bad. And yet then everyone's on a diet trying to lose weight, it seems like at the same time. And so I love 95% uh, of you who are listening to me right now are here because of referral. And I love that because you're already coming in with a set with some confidence that the program and process works, which is really cool. So I love that. We have the most amazing supportive community. If you are not here with a friend and you feel very alone in your journey, even though you may live in a house full of people, we got you. Like, I want you to know that we got you here. We will be your cheerleader. We will be your support team. We will be here to help guide you through the problem. The team here inside the Facebook support group, it's more than just getting your questions asked and answered. And I know we have our, our Livy AI app that's doing a pretty good job at that. It's, it's got some kinks we're working out. <laughs> but, um, there's there's nothing like getting real people who really care. Our team does not do automated response and robotic responses. I mean, you may seem a lot of the same answers because there's only so much you can say about, can I put cream in my coffee? Um, but they're really real people here that, you know, so if you are feeling alone and you're not feeling part of the community, go use that hashtag Livy Loser. Follow people in our amazing community. I know, connect with people. Don't be afraid to have conversations in here. You know, it's a very positive, safe space. And we have hands down the best community. We're, aren't we all just a bunch of people trying to just lose this fucking weight already? And you know what I mean? Create the life of our dreams and live our best lives every day and, and reach this goal that we've been trying to reach for so long and do it while life is smacking us in the face, right? We're just waking up each day and trying to do our best. That, that includes me. You know, we're all just trying to wake up every day, get through the day, hopefully enjoy our day. <laughs> you know, and lose some weight along the way, you know? So we have a really great community for that. You can always tell, especially if we're on social media, whenever anyone comes on and, you know, it's like they, they talk negatively because sometimes people don't get what we're doing over there. It's like, it's like, it's just, it's, it's amazing how sometimes people, when they're negative, stick, stick out like a sore thumb. And, and don't get me wrong. So this isn't all about sunshine and rainbows. You don't have to be Miss ha Happy Pants every day. Lord knows I am definitely not Miss Happy Pants. Um, you know, you're going to have some frustrating times. You're going to be, you're going to have some times where this is not going to be fun and you are not loving it and you are just maybe angry about it and all of that. And we're here to help you through those fields as well, you know? Um, I've been having lots of bloating and tummy troubles, suggestions. Okay. So any change in your diet is going to, can cause some bloating, can cause some gas. If any time you feel anything out of the norm, definitely check in with your doctor, right? That that's, I have to say that, but you're going to notice you're making change. So you're going to notice the changes that you're making. We're going to talk next week, uh, supplements with Dr. Paul, uh, Herkel. He's amazing. We do have a focus on digestion. Um, adding in some digestive bitters can be beneficial. Um, adding in a probiotic or pro 
Prebiotic for some people can be beneficial. Like just because you're eating healthy, nutrient-rich foods doesn't mean your body has, is the best at breaking down those healthy, nutrient-rich foods. For example, especially those leafy greens. Those leafy greens can cause you to be gassy. They can be a little harder to digest. So if you're having some issue with that, minimize them a little bit. It doesn't mean take them out, right? It just means your body is sort of adjusting to them. Leafy greens are super high in antioxidants, great vitamins or minerals, and great for supporting uh, the body in detox. And there's a reason why they're great at that because they actually, you know, you can feel the effects of them when you add them in. And so if you're noticing um, some sort of tummy troubles, um, it could also be just your bowel movements regulating because this program, you're making nutrient rich food choices and allowing your body to um, make change you're going to notice changes in your bowel movements, positive changes, but any kind of change in your diet might mess with your bowel movements as your body adjusts. It's very similar if you've ever had a a baby and you're switching up your baby's foods and you're noticing the changes reflected in your baby's bowel movements, Um, or even nursing moms, when you're nursing a baby, if you're changing up the kinds of foods that you're eating, your, your, your baby can notice that. So the same thing is happening with you whenever you're making any kind of changes in your diet. Um, It is normal to experience kind of looser bowel movements, um, very similar to PMS. So when you have your PMS symptoms, your menstrual cycle comes, you feel bloated, you feel off, your sleep is a little messed up, you feel a little kind of not so great. And then you have those looser bowel movements as your body kind of detoxes because it's the same thing. Same thing when you're sick, right? When you're sick, that can affect your bowel movements because your body's detoxing, same thing. Um, So we're kind of piggybacking or utilizing that same detox process in terms of the body releasing fat. So it could be, you know, the scale's about to drop for you and that's kind of what it feels like, but you never want to blow anything off as detox or you never want to blow any kind of like tummy troubles or not feeling great off on the program because there definitely could be an underlying issue there but we're going to talk about it could be vegetables. If you're having a raw vegetable snack, they're very hard to digest, which is exactly the reason why I've added them in there. Um, you want to get to a place where your body's able to break down raw vegetables for sure. But if you're feeling like they're hard to digest and it makes you a little gassy, then you can definitely cook them. Cook them. Uh, some people have a hard time with nuts and seeds, although they're hugely beneficial, especially people with diverticulitis and whatnot. Uh, Crohn's, you've been uh, told to avoid them. That kind of information is a little old, although it doesn't mean that you might not still be sensitive to them. Um, so you can make adjustments there or just really watch your, you know, portion sizes if you're having a hard time digesting. Um, you know, could be some food sensitivities popping up, could be a variety of, of different things. So I don't want to say it's normal, but it can be normal given the fact that you've just started out making all these changes. So I would definitely look into digestive bitters. Um, here's some Mandy responded. I was bloated the first program of the first few weeks of the program because of vegetable increase. My body wasn't used to it. Increasing water can help. Canadian bitters can help. And also noticing if it's a certain food that causes it. Yeah. When you're cleaning up your diet and gosh, every time I say that word, it just, it's not the right word. Because I don't want to imply that your diet's dirty and you're cleaning it up, but you know what I mean. Um, when you're focusing on more sort of healthy choices, you and you're giving your body what it needs, and the body starts communicating with you, you can really start to notice when your body, when you're having things that may not jive really well with your system. We're going to talk about food sensitivities and food allergies and stuff like that uh, with Dr. Paul as well in one of our upcoming segments. We'll definitely be talking about that. That's why it's great to. That's why it's great to um, keep a journal for a senior dealing with incontinence and overactive bladder issues I really struggle with all the fluids will this be the way of life or just while in weight loss mode okay so first of all incontinence or not 
dehydration is dehydration and and proper hydration is really important so this this could come down to pelvic health right this could come down to some pelvic health stuff that you can work on uh, to help improve that um you know, in the past, we've talked about tips for that. We'll definitely be including those um, as we go on. So nobody is asking you. It's really important to understand when it comes to the water. Nobody is asking you to drink more water than you need. That's not what this is about. Um, this is about drinking being hydrated so your body can function at the most optimal levels and when it comes to your body releasing fat you it comes out when you pee when you poo when you breathe and you sweat just just by breathing daily you are down uh 500 mils of water the average person that's just a just one water bottle just by breathing and your body needs water to process foods in and out it needs water for a lot of things in fact you're you're made up mostly of water at the end of the day and most people are dehydrated so when you start drinking more water than you're used to you're again your body will need to adjust and it will adjust right so the the big thing with water is to make sure that you're starting it earlier in your day you're sipping on it you're not guzzling it you know and you're really kind of spreading it out but when it comes to like people will say well do you have to drink all this water for the rest of my life well no obviously you're trying to help the body release fat so you want to make sure you're properly hydrated in order for the body to be able to do that people say can i never eat breads and pastas again no like this is not a never eat breads and pastas it's not a low carb weird fucking ass diet that you're gonna have to follow for the rest of your fucking life in order to maintain your weight that's not it this is lose your weight in a healthy sustainable way a way that puts you in tune with your body needs where you'll be able to have pasta and bread in fact you you can lose weight while you eat pasta and bread it's just that it's going to speed up the process if you don't for a variety of reasons and at the end of the day bread and pasta is not why you gained weight bread and pasta don't cause you to gain weight in combination with going all day long without eating starving and depriving yourself then overeating the bread and pasta you know those types of things that that's a recipe for weight gain for sure so yeah so nothing that we do here and this is a great question don't get me wrong um nothing that we do here is forever so definitely keep that in mind like we're what i'm doing now is like this is why people will say oh well your program is a lifestyle no it's not i mean you can call it that i don't get offended but it's really not a lifestyle it's like trying to create eventually a life that you want to live and how you want to look and feel and function through your life like a lot of people lose their weight and then they're done like they're, when they roll into maintenance they're having burgers and fries and breads and pastas and stuff like that and what they realize is like oh okay, like I'm maintaining my weight, this is great, but I actually don't feel as good as I felt when I was following the program. That's because while you're following the program, you are making a point of managing your stress and drinking enough water to be hydrated and making your food choices nutrient rich and you know trying to get better sleep and to move your body, all things that in just general make you feel really good. So in that sense, you could say it is kind of like a lifestyle, but it's a diet. What you are doing right now is actively trying to lose weight. Now, we haven't really actually started to try to lose weight because we're just building that foundation. If your weight has moved, that's great. Um, it's still normal for your weight not to move at this point. But this is absolutely a diet. This program is designed to help you lose weight. Now, we have people who are signed up because they just want to be healthy. That's great. At the end of the day, it is like a how to get healthy 101 kind of program. It really is. And I originally designed it as a lifestyle but then i very quickly realized as a lifestyle program um, because if you do all these things and give your body what it needs guess what your body doesn't need it doesn't need the fat anymore right and i originally tried to sell it as a lifestyle program and people were like i just want to lose weight so now i've really tailored it to weight loss specifically and although we do have people in maintenance who are reaping the program to solidify their weight the goal is weight loss if you're here for weight loss 
That's what the goal is. And so I've picked a start date and I've picked an end date. And it's like, this is like in digestible bits. Some people will need to spend more than three months because they have more weight to lose than they could possibly or would want to lose in three months. Although the goal is to lose as much as possible, right? And so this is why we break it down into digestible bits. There's a start date, there's an end date. Then there's another start date. Then there's an end date. And then we do teach you how to kind of continue the process in between. Your weight loss journey needs to have an end. And this is why I say you don't need a lifetime membership for weight loss. You don't, and nor would you want one. Your weight loss journey needs to come to an end at some point. You need to move past it and just get back to living your life. Now, we we have extensive conversations at the end of the program about maintenance and everything that you need to know about that. So nothing we do here is forever. It's all for everything. We, here's, what it, here's what I gotta say. Nothing we do here is forever and it's all for a rhyme and a reason to help you lose weight in a healthy, sustainable way so you can back to living your life and enjoy all the yummy bites and bits that life has to offer. Now that's a sound bite. That quote, someone quote me on that. Someone put that on a sticker or a shirt or a mug or something like that. So yeah, so no, don't worry about that. And also you can take your time with the water. You can build up slowly, right? You don't have to all of a sudden sit there and put out all your water and be like, ah, I got to drink this. Like you, you, you can ease into this, right? Same thing with the, maybe you're not ready to let go of your diet Coke. That's okay. That's fine. Maybe you're not ready to give up pizza night on a Friday night. You don't have to. You know, maybe you still want pasta here and there, you know, like that's okay too. You know, like you don't have to, you don't have to do this all or nothing mentality every day, just pull things together. And if you focus on the things that you, you know, that you can do, all of a sudden you're going to start to really feel great. And you're like, oh, I feel good. And then you're going to want to keep doing those things. You know, that's kind of how it all works and comes together. And don't get me wrong. The more consistent you can be, the sooner you can be, the sooner you're going to see that scale move at the end of the day. But everyone kind of, you know, they move a little different through this program and process. And that's totally cool. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Totally cool. To Michael Calgill. Hello. 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 Hi, Cindy. Good morning. Needs versus wants is such a game changer. Yes. So this is why we can't keep feeding into your want. I want that chocolate. I want something sweet after dinner. I want a snack. I I love this breakfast instead of that breakfast. Like the sooner you just kind of like really get in tune with your body's needs, like it's it's all about reconnecting in a way 
where you are getting super in tune with your body's actual needs. And later on, you can feed into your wants. I, I want that chocolate cake. I want to have that dark piece of chocolate every day. Like once you've lost your weight, do you know what I mean? And this is where you get in tune to your body's needs rather than being controlled. Like once you've lost your weight and you're not trying to control anything, you're not trying to moderate anything, even while losing your weight, we're not trying to control anything or moderate anything or count or weigh and measure anything. We're all about being in tune to your body's needs. And it's hard to get in tune with your body's needs over your wants when you keep feeding into your wants. And that's, that's the problem. Like some of you are real foodies. You enjoy cooking food. You enjoy eating food. You enjoy overeating delicious food. I hear you. I overeat delicious food all the time. But while you are taking this time to focus on weight loss, you really want to kind of give it your all and really kind of differentiate between wants over needs so that when you are done losing your weight, when I talk about being calm mentally, this is a part of that. Oh, there's some donuts over there. Yeah, I don't need those. You know what? They look good. I want one. I'm going to have it. You eat it. Mm, this is delicious. You're actually enjoying it without saying I shouldn't eat this. Should I eat this? Oh my God, why am I eating this? You're just like, this shit's yummy. And maybe you don't even eat the whole thing. You're like, you know what? I've had enough. You know what I mean? Like even just because they made a donut that size doesn't mean you have to eat the whole donut. Maybe you're like, oh, this is great. I, you know, but I've had enough. And then when you get home, you know, you're like, oh God, that donut was good. Man, I wish I would have brought that the rest of it that I didn't eat back home with me. Or maybe you did, you know, and then you get up the next day, right? And then you're just like, yeah, that donut last night. That was yummy. And then you just move it along. Or maybe you get to a point where, you know, those donuts look delicious, but you know what? I'm good. I don't, I don't, I don't really need a donut. Don't even really want a donut. I love the fact that they look delicious, but I don't want it. Like we need to normalize things. Like when someone brings donuts to the office that you don't really want one. Like, and, and so this is where intuitive eating, sometimes it really pisses me off and people are like, oh, just intuitively eat. It takes skills and takes a while to get in tune with your body's needs to be, to know intuitively what you want to eat. Um, so this is where, you know, someone brings in a do- donut and maybe you're doing the program right now and say, Sally brings in some donuts here, have a donut. Cause sometimes you get some food pushers. People are like, have a donut have a donut. Sally tells everyone to eat a donut, but she doesn't eat the donut. You know what I mean? We'll get into that later on uh, in the program, how weird can people can be around food. So maybe you have the donut this morning, right? Let's say you have the donut, you eat the donut. And then you're just like the whole time you're like, I shouldn't have this. I'm having it. And man, man, are you even enjoying it? Probably not. You just stress ate that donut. Right. And then you just don't feel good afterwards. Immediately. You're like, oh shit, I don't even, I don't like feel good here. Right. So, so let's think on that, right? Like you took the donut. Why? Maybe it's just because you felt pressured to eat the donut, or maybe you thought, oh, I I'm doing really good on this diet. So I used it as reward. Like, I don't know. Um, how did it make me physically feel? Did that donut bring me joy? No, <laughs> it didn't bring me joy. It didn't bring me joy at all, you know? And then, and then, so next time Sally brings donuts into the office, you might, you might take another one and go through the same process. Or because you've kind of really thought on that choice and how it made you feel physically, mentally, you know, Sally brings in the donuts the next day. <laughs> Fucking Sally, such a bitch. Sally brings, <laughs> you guys are hilarious. Sally brings in the donut the next day and you're like, ooh, and your body remembers, oh, when I had that donut yesterday, I didn't feel good. Just like if you've ever, have you ever had ever drank alcohol? God, I hate talking about this 20 groups later. It still, it it still makes me bar from my mouth. Ever had alcohol where you, um, just the thought of it, you're just like, I can't, or ever had food poisoning and just the thought immediately thought mine is lemon gin. My mouth salivates just thinking about saying the word lemon gin. When I was in high school, drank too much, can't even touch lemon gin. Um, I can do gin with lemon in it, but I can't do lemon gin. So your body associates these things just like it associates yummy, delicious, woo, 
Ooh, it also associates, oh my God, last time I had that, I barfed. So when you really like really get into how that made you feel. So the next time Sally brings the donuts in, you take a minute and be like, okay, do I want the donut? Like I can have the donut, right? I'm, I'm an adult. I can have the donut. How am I going to feel if I eat that donut? Ooh, yeah, my belly is already upset. You know, Sally, thank you. Those look delicious. And you know, I'm just going to skip today. And of course, Sally will be like, come on, what? you're no fun. Have a donut, which we'll deal with that whole conversation another day. But so this is where sometimes having the thing, like if you're stressing out, like, oh, I just want a donut so bad. I miss a donut. I'm so miserable. I don't have my donut. Have the donut because one of two things is going to happen. You're going to make a, a negative, for lack of a better word, association to it and realize that donut doesn't bring you joy. I mean, if it does and you eat the donut and you enjoy the donut and you're like, that was good. And then you can move along without berating yourself or getting on yourself or telling yourself that you're a failure, never going to lose your diet. Why'd you have that? Blah, 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 blah. Then great. Like have the donut. Your life is too short not to have the donut. But we want to get you to a place where you're choosing to have the donut and you're going to enjoy it and let it go. Or you look at the donut and you can be like, yeah, I don't really want the donut. So we need to normalize not having the donut. Also things like let's normalize taking your kids out for ice cream and not having any. You know, we always tell our kids, would you, would you jump off the bridge if Johnny jumped off the bridge? You know, like, but we do that. We take our kids for ice cream. We don't really want ice cream. And so then we eat the ice cream. So then we're teaching our kids from a very young age that we have to eat what everybody else is eating because that's what people do. So we need to normalize, you know, not having the donut, not having the pizza, you know, not, not having the ice cream, meeting your friends for, for drinks later. And they're all ordering French fries or whatever. And you being like, yeah, you know what? I'm good with my drink. I'm fine. You know, like normalize 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 that it's so when you normalize that then you can reconnect with how you do use food to socialize right so then it's like you and your girlfriend or you and your guy friend you go out for for lunch on Fridays and you know every Friday you have burgers and fries right so you you have great conversation you laugh you drink you're having a great time and then you know you eat your food as soon as you're done you're like oh my god oh I overate oh I gotta go on a diet and I'm so fat and I gotta lose weight and then you walk away you pay the bill you pay all this money for this food and then you walk to your car it's, oh man I overate oh, I feel like shit I gotta go home and have a nap and oh, I gotta go on a diet I don't know who talks like that but apparently me um you know and then but think about that what if you were to go to lunch and order something that's going to make you feel good it doesn't have to be a salad maybe it's some chicken and some rice or some broccoli or, or maybe whatever that is or maybe you order whatever you order with a, maybe you order your burger with a salad instead of fries this time you know, like, and it's the same great conversation, same laughs, same great conversations, except now you're eating food that actually makes you feel good. And when the bill comes, you pay and ah, that was good. And you just, you feel good. And then you walk to your cars and I'm like, oh, it was so great. So great to see you. Oh my God. Like I got to go home and do some yard work or whatever. And my God, I got to blah, blah, blah. See you next time. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that food that you ate, that burger and the fries didn't make that a fun experience for you when you really break it down and think about it. But we've been wired to think burgers and fries fun, pizza fun, donuts fun, ice cream fun. Well, they're not really fun when you feel like garbage afterwards and you berate yourself for the next couple of days. So this is part of that. We want you to get to a place and then this is the expanding on that needs over the wants. Get to a place where you choose to have it. You're like, oh, shit was so worth it. I, you know, Tony and I went to, um, <laughs> Tony and I went to, I'll always remember it because we were in Athens, one of my favorite places. And it was our last night there and we went to eat. I wore a stretchy dress. 
we went to eat, man. I ate so much. I literally walked down the street and I looked like full on nine months pregnant. I didn't give a fuck. I was just like, man, there was no sexy time that night when we got home. Our last night alone, the two of us in romantic Athens. You know, we had one of those, we rented an Airbnb, like it just opened up. There's a big church in front of us and the stars and the wind. And fuck no, man. Hashtag worth it. I ate my face off, you know, and that's, you want to make choices like that, you know? I've been sidelined from the program three times for a di- diverticulitis. Did one complete program. Yay. I've lost a total of 53 pounds, Christy, and kept it off for over a year. So here I am with a new lystomy, but here I, I'm all in for it, all in. I know that every pound I've lost has made all the in- illnesses and surgeries easier on me. So I'm going to keep on this journey no matter what. It's just so hard to try to be as healthy as possible and and do the things you need to do and make the changes that you need to make, right? Because that's a shit sandwich that you're dealt with. Like that's constant every day. Like some people are here with real digestive issues, right? Diverticulitis, Crohn's, colitis, like IBS. And I'm not just talking gassy. I'm talking serious issues, right? There are some people who have some serious issues and that's really tough because it's food and you want to enjoy food, you know, but then you do come to realize that the payoff is like feeling really good, you know? So sometimes you, you might feel a loss of not being able to have the foods sexy cheesecake has ruined my sexy time many times. I hear that. So you might feel a bit of a loss in having to make the changes that you need to make. And that's okay. Like we want to get our enjoyment from life about waking up in the morning and just feeling good and not needing to drink a bottle of wine or wonder how we're going to get through the day. We want to live our lives having the energy to do the things that we want to do. We want to get on that airplane and be able to sit in a normal seat and not ask for a seatbelt extender or worried about where I'm sitting on the plane or is the seat going to fit me or all those things. You just want to live your fucking life already. You know, and all of that that's in your head about weight loss and dieting and all of that. And you know what I love about the program even more? This is a whole beyond, beyond any of it. This is a program in self-love. This is, and there was a time when I ran these programs, I would never have said that. People have come a long way in terms of loving themselves and and body positivity and whatnot. This is a program about loving yourself, really getting to know yourself, um, really being kind to yourself, really being honest with yourself, prioritizing yourself, which is a big one. Oh my God. Taking the time, making your life about you. Can you imagine? Because think about this. I know there's a lot of moms out there, man. I deal with a lot of mom guilt. I've done this. I prioritize my kids over my own life. And then I'm fucking exhausted and miserable. And what am I doing? I'm teaching my kids to do the same. Like there is, there is, times in your life where you need to prioritize other people, right? There's times in your life where you need to help other people, but we just, so many of us are on the back burner of our own lives and we're not taking time to create our own lives and to live our best lives. And then we're teaching our next generation to do exactly the same thing. You know, this program really is about, you know, working through your stuff, recognizing you've been through hard times. There's probably a reason why you were here and you've gained this weight and life has not made it easy for you. Even if you've been committed to all the diets, life has also created stress along the way that didn't make it easy for you. And then you have this whole underlying diet industry who's just screwed you all over. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, eating less, exercising more, starve, deprive yourself. It's one way to lose weight, but it's not the only way. And then at the end of the day, and don't get me wrong, I'm a, I'm a business person. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm all, I want to, I want to have a billion dollar business one day. 
But I want to do it helping people successfully lose their weight. And I don't want to do it by on the slide taking monthly payments out of people's accounts and making it impossible for them to cancel or for them signing up and not knowing how much it is or wanting you to, you know, gain your weight and then lose your weight and then gain it all back. So I know you'll be back next week. That's not how I want to do it. That's not how I want to do it. Um, I'm motivated to actually help people at the end of the day, you know. So so the diet industry, you know, it really hasn't been created to support you. When you read that magazine that says lose 20 pounds in three days, it's it doesn't really care if you lose the weight. They want you to buy the magazine and knows you're going to buy the magazine. And that's why it says that, you know. Um, so it has you've been trying to do this really big thing, which is, as you know, it's just so much more than food. It's really go, about going deep and reconnecting with yourself when we're taught to disconnect from so long, uh, prioritizing yourself, doing all those things, working through your issues and associations and all that. And not I, I haven't even got into soci- society and how that put pressures on you. You know, Dr. Beverly touched on this yesterday, um, but, you know, so much pressure on there to look a certain way and and all of those things. You know, it's lo- it's it hasn't been easy for you, no? has not been easy. I tend to stop eating when I'm sad and having a bad day. So learning to uh, learning, it's good to have my bites anyway. Yes. So many of us do this. Um, you know, you 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 feel way so then you you don't eat. And that's your way of coping too. Right. And then your body doesn't get what it needs. And that reinforces the need to store fat. So this really kind of forces you to give your body what it needs by following the program. So you're gonna have, but also it's can I also say it's also normal to have days where you're not hungry. Like you're, you have, there's like, you might have a day where you're not hungry at all. And you feel like, oh my God, I just got to eat all this food. Right. And that's why you have those small token bites. Like that, that's also why diets don't work because every, like your body has different needs depending on the day. One day you might be really hungry. Maybe you did a hard workout or you've been pretty active. And then the next day your body's like working on repairing your building or you're just not feeling it for whatever reason. You know, that is normal. So what you're going to realize is although we're eating five, six times a day, eight, some of you with using bonus snacks, towards the end of the program, we actually get you eating in tune to your body's needs. And you won't have to have all the meals and snacks. You'll have the option of not choosing not to have meals and snacks because you're not hungry for that. Way too early to do that now. There's a rhyme and a reason. Follow the food plan. Um, because it's really cool how the changes that we're going to make each week. But towards the end of the program, we really need to normalize eating in tune to your body's needs, right? Which is really cool. And that's where we get into at the end. Hi, Jean. First time you're here. I'm loving the program. Down 6.6 pounds. Last night, I really got the needs over wants concept. I was overtired and sad and wanted to eat something unhealthy, but I know I didn't need it, just don't have it. Okay, so this is where kind of um, changing, I love that you recognize that. And you're gonna, this is what, you're gonna just have so many aha moments throughout this program, which is so cool. So what can you do, right? You can change your routine. You can go for a walk after dinner. You don't have to go for a hike. Just put your shoes on, walk around the block. You'll come back, you'll feel, you'll be like, that was really nice. Um, You can have a bath, you can have some tea, you can read a book, you can journal. Like sometimes our cravings are based out of habits and what we used to do and how we used to cope. So when you have that aha moment, you recognize this is your opportunity to do kind of create a new routine around it. And there's all sorts of really great flavored teas out there. Like sometimes I will pour a glass of wine and just hold it, like, just hold it because I'll realize like I want the wine so bad. No, I I don't want the wine. I just want to sit there with my wine and watch my show and just like it's what it signals to everybody. Don't fucking talk to me. Leave me alone. I'm not working. I am just sitting here with my wine. Sometimes I'll pour a glass of wine and I'll wake up the next day and it's still sitting beside my bed and I didn't drink it because it was never really about the wine. It was just how I was feeling and the kind of 
the minute I wanted to take for myself. And so same thing was, and sometimes also you can't think and eat at the same time. So this is why a lot of times we like to eat because we can't think, but it gets to a point we, where we are done eating. And then not only do are we left with the same thoughts, but we feel like garbage so that we feel like shit and we have the same thoughts um so having tea you know switching up your routine like maybe just really indulge in washing your face and putting some maybe you have a bunch of sample creamies that you haven't used yet do a face mask i don't know you know switching up your routine can really be really beneficial uh, let me see if I can scroll down to a couple more. Of course, I'm way over time today. You know what? I'm not apologizing for it. I know Sonia, who's my chief of staff, is like, Gina, <laughs> come on. I'm supposed to be doing other things scheduled, but I'm into it this week, you know, and especially with the lives. I don't want anyone thinking you got to watch hours of lives or listen to me talk in order to be successful. Um, but sometimes we get into some great conversation and I le legit could talk about weight loss all day, every day. Um, that's me today. I thought the scale would be down. I know it will be down tomorrow. Yeah, just stick with it. Stick with it. I'm at my finally and forever wait. I, I, I'm at my finally and forever wait for more than a year. But join this round because I'm pregnant now and I want to be super mindful about making food nutrient rich. Oh, I love this. So first of all, I love that you've been in maintenance for a year because we don't really talk a lot about maintenance in our weight loss program because it's geared towards weight loss. And we do have a whole maintenance group where we break it down. We have these conversations. In fact, today, 4 p.m., we do our weigh-in Wednesday, which is all about maintenance. Um, we have a whole panel. We bring on guests and we talk about the things that people are talking about in maintenance. Um, you can actually listen to those conversations over on our podcast as well. Um, so first of all, I love that. Um, second of all, congrats. And I hear you, man, my, I had four kids and my first, I gained 80 pounds. Like I just, first of all, all I craved was like, like just whatever was deep fried and not good for me and chocolate milk. I would like literally cross the road, go buy a liter of chocolate milk. And by the time I crossed the road back, it'd be done. <laughs> In hindsight, not the best way to go. Then 60 and then 60 and then my last one was something like 40 or something like that. Um, I don't know what to do about using the scale though. Oh, just stitch the scale. But you can, I mean, you can if you want. It's really interesting um, when you are gaining weight. When I mean, you're growing a whole human. So you, of course, you're going to gain weight. And there's a lot of fluid that goes in there. I mean, ma'am. They're now telling telling women is like 20 to 25 pounds, depending on your weight that you're supposed to gain. I honestly wouldn't make it about the scale at all because nothing makes your metabolism higher than growing a whole human inside you. So, and your body's already been through this. And so you just give your body what it needs. It doesn't matter how much you gain. As soon as you're done, your body's going to want to release all that fat because there's no need to store it. And you know how to do that in a healthy, sustainable way. So you're good. You're good. So you definitely don't have to use the scale if you want to. Too. like you know I really enjoyed like for, so when, my, when I first got pregnant <laughs> I was like four weeks or something I was like yeah I gained like 15 pounds the doctor's like um you really don't need to be gaining any weight at this point your baby's like the size of a pea like there's just no reason for that I was like oh shit he's like so maybe you might want to start eating healthier um we do have women who are pregnant um who are actually trying to lose weight and some of you may be like oh god um, some women are advised by their doctors to lose weight while they are pregnant. There's no reason why you can't grow a healthy, like a healthy baby while losing weight that no longer serves a purpose along the way. Just so you know that we also have sort of, um, new moms. We also have a lot of women who are, or people trying to get pregnant around here. So, um, that's the whole thing. So if you're, if you're wondering, you see people talking about that. Uh, let me go back to you. I don't know what to do about the scale, though, because I'm expecting the scale to be moving up, but I'm worried it will mess with my brain. Any tips for being calm and okay with weight gain? Okay, 
you're growing a whole human. You're, you're going to gain your weight. It's all about feeling really good. You know, there's, there's a difference between eating nutrient-rich foods and downing a liter of chocolate milk every day and eating burgers and fries. Like, you just know that's not going to make you feel really good. Um, you are going to gain weight. There's no way around that. Um, you are going to gain weight. I mean, you could use this time and get on the scale and continue to work through those issues that are causing you to feel like this. Or you could just ditch the scale altogether and really indulge in the fact that you're pregnant and you're growing this human and just kind of embrace everything that comes along with it. Like there's you stressing yourself. You've already lost your weight. You've been maintaining it for a year. You that That's it. Drop the mic. You don't have to worry about. This is you. Okay, this is really key. This isn't you gaining the weight back after you've lost it. This isn't you be not being able to maintain it. You being pregnant has nothing to do with your past history of dieting. That is really important for you to understand. Don't connect it. Don't connect it. You losing weight last year and then you being pregnant now, like you got a fresh start. You lost your weight. You've been maintaining it. You're like, move, move along. Do you know what I mean? So you being pregnant and having that scale go up and gaining weight while you're pregnant has nothing to do with your dieting history. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Right? So you got to pretend like you're someone who's never had a weight issue and you just got pregnant. Do you know what I mean? And so think about the energy of that. If I've never had a weight issue and I got pregnant, I'm going to be like, oh, okay, here I go. I'm pregnant and just kind of go with it and then sort of see what happens and all of that. You know, um, you could be scientific about it if you want to read along with how much weight you should be gaining or why you're gaining the weight because you are growing a baby. That could be cool. Like you, I'm gaining weight because my body's retaining water to fill that, you know, the amniotic fluid and all the stuff, the big, you know, thing, the baby, I've had four kids, my <laughs> whatever happens when you're pregnant. Do you know what I mean? Like you can go there, you can make it scientific or, you know, biology or whatever you want to call it, like, and really indulge in why all these things are happening to your body. Make it about that. But what you don't want to do is connect it to your history of dieting at all. Um, I mean, you can, you, you can get on that scale and work through, but it's kind of weird because you're supposed to be gaining weight and it's not like it's tied to choices that you're making at the end of the day. If you are worried about eating your face off because you're pregnant and doing all those things, then make it be, make your choices be about how you feel. That can be beneficial. Make your choices be about how you're feeling and you know what I mean? Rather than, you know, trying to lose weight at the end of the day or trying to maintain your weight or trying not to gain weight. Don't try to not gain weight while you're pregnant. Just focus on making your food choices nutrient rich and feeling really good and being as healthy as possible. That's where I would put that. That's where I, how I would frame that. Hopefully that helps. I gotta go, you guys. God, I love our conversations. I love our conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also sing when I'm happy. Um, I gotta go. I could sit here all day and read your comments, but I gotta go. If I didn't get to your question, which I know I didn't, please don't stop asking because a lot of times it creates conversation. Do I have a before photo? Yeah, I do. I, I never post it. I don't have a lot of before photos because I'm old. <laughs> I mean, I'm not that old. I'm just 50. And back in the day, we didn't walk around with little phones that conveniently had cameras. Like you you brought out a camera at a family event. And then normally when, as you may be able to um, kind of relate, when you are overweight and you don't feel great, you tend to like, there's lots of photos of my head at the back of where I'm standing behind people. Um, so there, there, there isn't a lot of photos of me because it just wasn't the time where people took photos every day and for the sake of photos. So it would have been at special events and I would have hidden in the back 
But I do have one uh, when I was at, I think it was my my uncle's wedding. Yeah, it was my uncle's wedding. Um, and so I do have one and uh, I do have a, I have another where I was used to teaching aerobics. I look like a football player, but I was like fit, but like, well, I don't even know how much I weighed, probably like 220 or something like that. Um, I don't know where that is. Whoa, it's right here on my desk. It's right here. I have this one. I don't know if you can kind of see it. I don't look like if you look at, see my legs, I look like in proportion there, but like my, my, I used to be able to, so when I, when I was uh, teaching aerobics, I remember my goal was just to have, I just wanted my arms smaller than my hand. So if you can imagine my hand right now is probably almost double the size of my arm. And so my arms were so big and that was my goal. I used to, and I was teaching aerobics and fit. And I, I used to say, I just want my arm to be smaller than my hands. And as you can see, it's clearly much smaller than my hands. So I was like really big. I wasn't like rolly. I was like fit and thick because I was teaching a lot of classes. Um, and then this is why I didn't really like, I, I knew my weight was going up and I had somewhat of a weight issue, but I was like exercising my ass off, hardcore aerobics and not eating, you know, enough, like maybe just having a muffin in the morning all day long, starving. And I mean, you can hear also read about my story. And it was interesting, Dr. Beverly was talking about when things people say things to you and you remember those. Uh, I remember I was at university and I was standing by a tree. I know some of you have heard this story a million times. And it was after the bar and I was waiting for my friends and this drunk guy came by and was like, look at that girl's legs are the size of that tree trunk. Like, I guess my legs, my legs were big, um, just like my arms were big. And um, some guy made a comment. Anyway, that's what sent me to the doctor and thought, OK, enough of this. I teach people how to lose weight. You know, I tell clients all the time, eat less, exercise more, count weight, measure calories, all of that. I'm exercising my ass off. I in hardly eating anything and I just keep getting bigger. There's got to be something wrong with me. And that's where I went to my doctor and I said, there's something wrong with me. And he said, well, you're probably eating too much. I'm like, I eat one muffin a day, legit like that. I eat a muffin with my coffee in the morning and I eat nothing. And then maybe a salad at night. That's not it. Well, you know, maybe, you know, you're not exercising enough. I literally teach like two, three aerobics classes a day, hardcore, like that can't be it. Plus I was like lifting weights and working out hard. And then he's like, well, maybe you're just big boned. And, you know, I beg to differ now. People are like, oh, you're so tiny. Um, so, yeah, and then that's what really set me down a rabbit hole trying to figure out. And, you know, long story, very short, because I don't have time because I got to go. I'm already over time. Hence, the Libby Method was created. So there is one over on my Instagram page. I think my Facebook page. Also on my website, too. It's there. I just, believe it or not, I'm not into... I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I'm a big believer, although you can, I'm all, all, I'm all about seeing people's befores and afters. I think they're very inspiring, but I'm all about the story that goes in between the before and the after. And I just figured you're here now. Let's just all focus on moving forward. So I should probably use it, but I just, I don't, I'm the worst. Like, yeah, you'd think we'd be using it in advertising every day, but we don't. <laughs> go I gotta go I gotta go so do you guys go do something go go to work go for a walk go live your lives go 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 eat your foods have an amazing day everyone thanks for joining me my goodness I'm, I'm loving our conversations remember if you didn't have an opportunity to get your questions answered which probably you didn't um, make sure you copy and paste them put them over on the question of the day page and our team will be so happy to uh so tree tree truck tree trunk <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I'm, yeah, I gotta go. Uh, see you guys. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. 
This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com